the college experience new year's day edition 2020 on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. the NFL and college football playoffs slash invitation are heating up. And uh, my bookie is the place you want to bet at get in all the sweet action over there. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets, promo code SGP to play win and get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in paper head providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus ACE is offering up to six weeks free over aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com to find better odds than your local book. Plus, when you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. College experience. My name is Colby. Swinging, dare to base Dan. <laughs> oh man! And this guy—it's a New Year's Day special coming through here. The first show of 2020. Our vision's perfect, and it, and we're perfect because the legendary sideline kiss stealing burrito eating. Wheeling and dealing. Legend is back on the West Coast. Woo! Give it up for former, former James Madison defensive back, current 2020 douchebag. Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh! Yes, go, Major Muds howling in the house. He's chugging beers. Jesus. Woo. That's what I'm talking about. How are you, pal? Happy, happy everything. Happy new fucking decade, buddy. Exactly. Coming Welcome into to the, the 20s. Roaring 20s, baby. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking forward to hopefully we don't have, we don't have any prohibition. That's right. If so, we're going to have to do a podcast of Guess us, what? you know, chugging illegal booze. We'll be running the booze around town to you fools. Yeah, right? that's right. We'll put, we'll put football and basketball on hold. I'm going to be fucking, uh, who's a Bugsy Siegel? No, who's the fucking b- big guy? Al Capone. Capone. I'll yeah. be, Cole, you be Capone. I'll be Bugsy. We'll just go around just fucking. Boom. Killing people. You start a city that leads to tons of gambling fun. There you go. We got it all lined up. Got it all figured out. Buddy, Hans, Bubby, I'm your white knight. All right. I'm quoting Die Hard, but really what I'm trying to say here is, uh, the college football uh, bowl season, the the alleged postseason, mm-hmm. it's in full tilt. Alleged, and uh, I'm sure we're going to get into this a little bit here shortly about I, your problems with the postseason, uh, like we do just, every episode. Yeah, we whine and we bitch. 
So let's hold off on that momentarily. Okay. What do you want to lead with then? Uh, let's that was going to lead with complaining, but no. We're changing it up. We don't want to talk New about... New Year's resolution. Wait five minutes to launch into a fucking tirade on how shitty the postseason is. So let's start it off with... Here we are. As of tonight, basically, through the, the bowl games that matter. And according to Colby, there's very few of those. <laughs> so I, I would certainly say that. Maybe... I mean, Colby's disgusted even with the quote, quote, playoff games themselves. So it's a little hard to uh, hard to impress and get Colby's approval. But let's talk about that fucking Fiesta Bowl. The Fiesta Bowl. Let's lead off with the fucking uh, amazing game that was the Fiesta Bowl. Clemson. Ohio State. (laughs) Uh, You know, I had to watch this game taped. I had a show that night. Okay. I, I, I think I saw watch the whole first quarter. Gotcha. And then I had to go do a show. Gotcha. So you didn't get it spoiled by the time you got to watch the game or had it been spoiled? It had been spoiled, but I still went back and watched it. Gotcha. Twice sort of actually. But here's sleeping. how I'm starting 2020. That's what I'm saying. Crack With open that cold fucking one. Golden road mango cart. Yeah. Mango I don't know what that is. Ale. It All is right? delicious. You take your mango and fruititious. I ate about a fucking whole mango yesterday. Mm. New year's Eve. Is that right? It was with the girl. Is that what they're calling it now? No, no. She's got a little mango. You've been eating that all week. (laughs) Sure. Sure. We can call that that. (laughs) Sweet like a mango. It's not the route I was intending to go. Okay. So you actually ate a full mango yesterday? Well, check this out. I'm I'm jealous I buy my dog mangoes. Colby does have a a California hipster dog. Yes. So I buy him mangoes and I had a whole unopened bag of mangoes Mm -hmm. already, uh, you know, frozen. But like, so I just said, hey, we were watching... uh, I was breaking the girl into uh, the film A Bronx Tale. You were breaking her in. She had never seen A Bronx Tale. Sure. We had we 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 did, dude. I've been the past couple of weeks. I've been showing her classics. Yeah. She's now knows Christmas Vacation. She now knows the Ref. She now knows. Uh, oh, this is a this is a great privilege you have. Yeah. To uh, indoctrinate. Yes. A a, a foreign lover. Yes, a yes. foreign uh, majesty. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Had her watch that around Christmas time. We knocked out. She'd already seen Home Alone. That's what the one she saw. That, that yeah. believe it or not, Home Alone stretched that far. Made Took it Columbia. all the way down yeah. there. Hey, so we went through and we did. Uh, you know, one of my favorite Christmas movies is a movie called The Ref. Yeah, uh, we watched The Ref. We watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Christmas Vacation. Uh. A movie called Ice Harvest that I enjoy. Or the Billy Is that Bob also Thornton. of the uh, '80s variety? Or? That one's not. That one's early 2000s. Okay. But but uh, but what else? Christmas. I haven't showed her Bad Santa yet. We're waiting. Uh, there was another '80s one. Oh, Uncle Buck. We watched. Man, hitting the John Hughes classics. John Hughes, yeah, hard. Um, and then uh, more recently, I, I, uh, this yeah, as of yesterday, we watched. Uh, what did we watch yesterday? We watched The Money Pit. I don't even know what the fuck 80s that is. Classic. Okay. And then, because uh, we were just kind of just, you know, sitting around naked the whole day. Yeah. You know, having booze. Yeah. Eating nachos off yeah. your belly. <laughs> Life's fucking good. And then we, uh, she had never seen a Bronx Tale. So I had to, like, I mean, Bronx Tale is a classic. You've seen Bronx Tale, right? I have seen Bronx yeah. Tale. I'm going to say this. Uh oh. As an Irishman, you're offended by that film. The, the overly Guido ness of it. It's just, uh, it's enough, you know? It's like, okay, we get it. The Irishman, the movie, or or A Bronx Tale? Well, they're all the same, let's be <laughs> honest. But The Bronx Tale in particular is hyper Guido. 
Uh, I, I Bronx Tale I think was it's a good movie. It's fun, right? Great, great soundtrack. Who is it? Is it Ray Romano as the dad in that or no? no. Robert De Niro. Robert, what the fuck no. movie are you thinking of? Who the, what am I thinking of? No, I'm thinking of the, the kid. He's the kid. He's dating the. It's not Ray Romano. He looks like Ray Romano to me. Maybe that's why I don't like it. Buddy, you need to start thinking about yours, all right? Because if you're saying Ray Romano's in a Bronx Tale, that would be a totally is different movie. De Niro his movie. dad? His dad's yeah. the good guy. De Niro right? also directed the film. All right. De Niro's not his dad in that, is Yeah, he? he drives a bus. Okay. Who the fuck am I thinking of? Maybe the gangster's Ray What Romano. movie are you thinking of right now? Are you thinking okay. of, like, Mobsters with Christian Slater? Huh? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Point is, I'm breaking this girl into the classics. Yeah. Uh, I open up a bag. Of, I see I have an unopened bag of mangoes. Yeah. Right? And I thought, hey. Let me just eat these mangoes with my dog. So I had a whole, basically a whole mango between that, her, and the dog. Yeah. You know, maybe threw some on her chest or vagina, started, you know, having good times. There you go. That's Remember what that you part do. With of the hot mango. shots with the olives? Uh, no. No. <laughs> All right. Go fuck yourself. Um, you, you, you have too much 80s movies just like <laughs> crammed into your dome. Like that's all I really want to do is hang out and watch eighties and because and, er, the eighties didn't end until nineteen ninety three to me. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair. I would say they ended like ninety two for me. No, I think ninety three is the, when the what 80s what ended. was the uh, moment that ended the nineties for you? Like that music, like I'm too sexy for my car and stuff that came out in like ninety ninety one ninety two something like that. That was that's all an eighties song. That's yeah, a fucking eighties song. All that stuff's eighties uh, films. A lot of those early nineties films, they're eighties films. The, you know, when the nineties started that when the fab five wore long basketball shorts, that was 94. That was like 93. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, I don't agree with that. I mean, maybe sports wise. Okay. Culturally, it Culturally, had to wait a little yeah, longer because I can see that. I mean, some of those movies, as long as it, vanilla ice and MC hammer were at it. Like see, that's like a very, that's like a, 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 a in between period between the eighties and the nineties. That's just its own thing. Die yeah. Hard too. I watched it on Christmas Day. Some yeah. of it. Um. That I watched that one solo. Is I, didn't, that, I didn't break her into. I that's nineties. Die Hard too, right? It's, it comes out I think ninety two, but I'm considering that an eighties movie. Okay. You know what I mean? Wait, Die Hard two. Three is nineties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Three is, is, is a full on nineties. Okay. Two Die Hard is three is 80s. the one in New York. Yeah, uh. I heard threes with Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's nineties. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. full on nineties. And you're right. The one in Dallas is eighties. Okay. It's like okay. 92. I think it came out. So sports wise, the nineties started in 92. Yeah. Movie wise well, for college basketball, especially yeah. NFL. I still feel like the Buffalo bills were an eighties team. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Uh, yeah. All those Broncos like LA teams were still good in the playoffs. Yeah. Then NBA, the bulls were nineties team. They had to be because they owned the whole of fucking course. decade. And really the Cowboys started their dynasty in 92. So, so that maybe that was the turning point. 92 there. in sports. Yeah. College football though. Mm. Nebraska. I think that's nineties. Yeah. It's nineties. I think, I think you're right. Your sport sports is always ahead. It's easy to see a tide turn. Right. We right. don't know what the fuck <laughs> we're talking about here, folks. It's good to have you back on the West. Thank you, sir. All right, look, I know you want to start out with the Fiesta Bowl. All mm-hmm. right. I'll tell you this. I hate Ohio State. And as much as you think that I hate Clemson, I would prefer to see Clemson beat Ohio State a hundred out of a hundred days. Yeah. All right. For a number of reasons. Yeah. Most of which <laughs> is that we have a friend, Mickey, who's yeah. 
former roommate. Yeah. Extremely obnoxious. Yeah. And when it's, it's like he, he has a way to needle you to where he, he convinces you he's a better person when Ohio state's <laughs> winning. And so you're, you're, he attacks your own like soul, your own manhood, your own manhood when Ohio state's winning. So to see Ohio state lose, let me tell you what, in like the last, what, 20 years, Ohio state's won two national championships. Yeah. 18 of those years have ended beautifully. Now they usually have ended with one week or two weeks left in the season. And so you're fucking on pins and needles the entire year. I was fearful. This is the only benefit that came from this game. I was fearful that there's a chance they want, they would win basketball and football this year. Oh man. Cause their basketball team is really good. I expect them to be at least in the final, the elite eight. Yeah. So oh, I, yeah. it was terrifying for they were number there. two. The other yeah, day, it yeah. was terrifying. Oh yeah. They're number two. That was a, that's a great day when number two, Ohio state loses in football. And, and then, then four. eight hours yeah. later, they lose yeah, in basketball. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. 15 hours later. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Um, but that, let's be honest. Ohio state was a better team. No, no. And that, let's definitely be honest. You can't overturn that call. And, I, and I'll say this. I'm talking about the interception. Mm-hmm. Had it been incomplete on the field. Yeah. I don't think you could have overturned that. However, it was ruled complete on the field. Yeah. So I think there's no way you have to stay with the call that is made. There is no yeah. proof. Well, the, the idea that they spent all this time trying to uh, clarify what a catch is, right? And yet there's still complete ambiguity over what the fuck a football move is. Dude, he, he, you have a hundred people defining step. it a hundred different ways. He's on the fourth step when he fumbles. Yeah. That's a fucking fumble. Yes. It, like as if much you're as talking I hate about Ohio state possession of the yeah. football and feet touching the ground, when you've taken four steps and you have the football and you then get it knocked out by someone else, you fumbled the football. And I'll say this, the targeting horrible. Yeah. Now, I, 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 a lot of people backlash this on, on, on Twitter, including my, some of my own friends. The back, targeting back by rule though, was a target, but do I hate the rule? Of course. Does it ruin how football? the fuck does do you it play ruin defense? football? Yeah. Yes, it does. Uh, well, I, 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 people, I was outraged on the Oklahoma one. Everyone thought it was a cheap shot. And the guy, someone said like, he should be suspended and not allowed to play football again. I don't think I remember that one. The Oklahoma player got ejected. Uh, Joe Burrow. Go, so a receiver is uh, going out for a pass. I think it was a running back out of the backfield. If memory serves me correct. Yeah. And, uh, Burrow is running though. He's made himself a runner. Yeah. So the linebacker goes from a covering to blasting the shit out of, so the receiver's like turning around. Yeah. So it, and the guy got kicked out of the game for it on review. And I thought it was a great football play because this, he became a runner. Yeah. So therefore it's called, yeah, he's not defenseless game. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The, the idea, like, I mean, it is what it is. They, they put, they have put the quarterback in a different class of it. I mean, it's been like that for 20, 30 years now, but. No, it's but it's disgusting. really killing us now. Yeah, like the, uh, the dude. I, I'll even say like this. any hit on a quarterback if it's violent. Today, they're, they're, pulling the, they're throwing the flag. Georgia Baylor game. Yeah. Some and and the worst part about it is the is the people that go on board with it, like yeah. on, on on social All the little media. cocksucker announcers. Oh man, dude. Not, not that there's anything wrong with, with cocksucking. Uh, speak for yourself, there, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm I'm protecting. I'm not talking about me. Talking about the. Are we the, sure you're listeners. not over there, buddy? I think I'm, I'm very sure. I was eating mangoes. <laughs> okay, I've been okay. naked for weeks. Fair enough. All right? Fair enough. But 
Good rebuttal. My point is, is a Baylor guy going out of bounds. Yeah. Still not out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Stretching first down. Mm-hmm. Gets tackled. And oh, then, the quarterback Brewer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's. That's not a late hit. It's He's border, still in the field. It's of, borderline. When you're going out of bounds and the other guy. Ah, fuck him. Rockets you out of bounds. And we play football. Yeah. I mean, look, until you've stepped out of bounds, it's, I'm, I'm of the opinion that like. What's you're the, in what's live play. The game is the game. The reason there's a huge area on the sideline is so that you don't fucking run into people. You know, there's a big white area that you can't stand in. Okay. That's where you fall when you get hit as you're going out of bounds. Right. And he was not out of bounds at the time. He right. had, they had not blown a whistle. The clock right. had not in, stopped. Right. Until your foot touches out until a part of your body yeah. touches out of bounds, you're in bounds in my opinion. Um, and like you see examples of runners all the time, like, Using that to their advantage, players like having to pull up and then they just fucking Dude, if shoot that's down a the sideline. If that's a running back or wide receiver, they don't call anything on that. Right, exactly. If they level the fucking defender, that's what I'm saying. Like, remember Penn State? I want to say it was Michael Robinson against a uh, uh, oh, Minnesota yeah. defender, yeah. and the guy pulls up, and Michael Robinson, being a fucking bull, he played fullback in the NFL. He was a quarterback at Penn State, obviously, and and like basically probably gave the guy CTE on one hit, and. It's bullshit. Yeah. They well, just... I, I'm still a believer that CTE is fake. Right. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm saying we don't know enough. I'm not saying it's fake. Obviously we it's just real. don't know that football. Well, we probably we don't, do. No, we don't know the effects with opioids. There's a lot of shit. We, we don't know the magnitude of, yeah. Is this thing? It's probably, uh, it's probably going to, it's going to be all across the board, but I'm saying, I still want to know the opioid thing. Yeah. A lot of opioid use happened in the eighties and nineties. Ironic that, that a lot could. of these players, lead to brain deterioration yes. and CTE. In other words, you're not sure that uh head trauma leads to whatever the fuck. Like Bart Starr's like a, he lived to be like a hundred years old. That's true. Now, I will say that the game also got bigger and faster clearly. So I don't fucking know, but um, I, until we have all the data, right? All the science is revealed. It is. Interesting. I'm going to hold my opinion. Right. But even if it is CTE, I still stand by the decision. If you sign up to play the game, yeah. life has risk. Yeah. In boxing, do they have a headset on heavyweight boxing? No, they don't for a reason. Yeah. We want to see motherfuckers knocked out. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah. This is what we're signing up for people. This is what everyone signed. We all right. Let's fucking. Why talk. is UFC the fastest growing sport in America? Patty C. We're people fucking, are getting knocked the fuck we're out. We're a double fucking standard. Um, where are we? Hi, how are you? Oh, other games we want to talk about. I, you know what? There's one game that I really want to talk about. Uh, anyway, my point is, yes, I do think Ohio State got robbed. Yeah. I do think Ohio State was Dude, a better team. When you think about, okay, how much pressure Young Young looked like a fucking animal. Really, the one of the things that hurt them worse was um, Dobbins fucking uh, getting the The red zone getting offense hurt. Yeah. had some issues. Red zone offense. I mean, Clemson made some fucking Oh, Trevor Lawrence's plays. run was just yeah. filthy. Really, when you think about like the fact that Clemson relied on almost exclusively on big plays. What was it? Uh, who's a Etienne, Etienne's yeah. fucking huge run. Yeah. Uh, an and, and to their credit, that's part of their attack. They're an explosive team and that's where they get their yardage. So you can't discredit them for doing that. But when you look from a play to play basis on who performed better, Ohio state. Well, and you have three big calls. Ohio state all probably of them, won 75% of the plays in that game. The three big calls, all of them went in uh, Clemson's favor. Yeah. It's huge. You're talking about the targeting, targeting, the fumble, the fumble. Oh, that, that one's 
the biggest clear. because that that's a game changing moment. I heard yeah. idiots on Twitter say, "Well, you know, the next drive, Ohio State got points anyway," and I'm like, "You don't understand what that does for momentum." Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. That place would have been rocking, right? Uh, it, if Ohio State yeah. had put that away, right oh, there. Oh man! Yeah. And then uh, the Dobbins one in the end zone—that was yeah. a drop, though. You know. Yeah. It got overturned. If anything, well, but my point is that yeah, I agree that that yeah. was probably that that should have been a drop. But I'm saying is that to call for it a all touchdown, three calls, yeah, to like to lose your momentum. You, yeah, you got all this. You're hyped up. You're celebrating because the refs called it one way on the field, and each time they have to like, I mean, yeah. it's demoralizing. Yeah. Um, but the real game I'm talking about, Patty C, happens to lie. Like I don't I, like people. I look, I don't care about these bowl games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so many. Shitty bowl game. I mean, I even the Baylor Georgia game today. I really didn't care to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I watched it because I'm so sports surprised. I was going back and forth between that and Utah State and UNLV. And it's but, January first, and you're an American, and it's p- kind of a responsibility of yours. So, yeah, you're, you're doing your civic duty. But I mean, do I did I wake up today and say, oh, I can't wait to watch the Baylor Georgia game? Not at all. No. Did you feel that way about the Michigan Alabama game though? I had no desire to. I mean, that one I, was more so desirable. Consider us very different on that one. I, I'm not going to say I was. Well, you are a closet gigantic Michigan fan, though. I'm not a closet gigantic Michigan yeah. fan. You're just a Michigan fan. I'm just a big okay. ass Michigan fan. Well, see that that's, that'd be like if East Carolina was playing fucking North Texas. I would be excited to watch <laughs> East Carolina okay. play North Texas. You know what I mean? Right. It, you know, same same with Colorado. You know, there's two schools that I like. Sure. That's I mean, I would go out of my way to watch those guys. Right. right? Okay. Um, I just didn't care. Like to me, like w- with them not being a bigger postseason, these games are irrelevant. Yeah. With them not like every, we've said this many times with coaches, players with turnouts. I mean, we were just going through how many, how many players, how many, uh, not players, teams played in their state, their home state. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, people are shocked. People are talking shit. Teams have like, considerable fucking home field advantages, even over teams that have had way better seasons than them. And that's what you're really pointing out. Like at the end of a season, the bowl game is a reward, right? And if your reward is to go play a team that's significantly worse than you, but have to play a home game and basically like in the process risk losing to a way worse team because you put yourself at uh, worse odds of winning because it's a road game, then that's a fucking terrible reward. That's not a that's yeah. not an effective way to like, you know, conclude your season. I mean, they had Appalachian state played UAB shout out to welcome to UAB, but I'm sorry. This game should have never happened. Yeah. UAB should have played like Buffalo. Yeah. And Appalachian state should have played like Florida. Yeah. Even Virginia didn't. That's another thing. Like Florida should have never played Virginia. It yeah. was like number 25 against number like eight. Yeah, there are tons of tons of better options. I mean, and right there, you're, you're touching on another thing. These bowl contracts, like, they're kind of bad for the sport. A because they're they create for the sport bad matchups, and then B because for the other teams that have earned uh, the spots that they should be in, How they get screwed. You have a committee, even if you want to do these dumbass bowl games, which they're dumb. Yeah, let's be honest, they're fucking dumb, and and they they don't make any fucking sense. All mm-hmm. right. But if you're going to do these dumb bowl games, can you at least make matchups that are like fun? Yeah. Like you put UCF against. Yeah. That should be a Boise priority. State. That, put, put UC, we had to watch UCF destroy Marshall. 
Like they just, I mean, the game was over and like, it was like 17, nothing in the first like five minutes. Yeah. Right. Who the fuck wants to watch that game? Right. Right. Same UCF should have played Boise. Cause another thing is they did Boise dirty. Boise went 11 and one. Now you could say, well, Boise got their ass kicked in Vegas by no, they matched him up with Chris Peterson, knowing it was his last game, mm-hmm. knowing his players would get up. And also, Oh, Chris Peterson happens to be the guy who hired Brian Harston. So who's going to know Brian Harston more than yeah. Chris Peterson. No, on so, vice versa to push back. Who's going to know Peterson better than Harson? That yeah, said, I still feel like that dude uh, and Sean and Ryan, I was on their, 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 their show. And like, they, they went, they were riding Boise heavily. And I go, you guys are crazy. Yeah. It's Peterson's last game. Yeah. You like, know, I think what I, 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 that game was exactly what I projected. I thought Washington would whoop their ass. I thought, I thought, I actually think I bet on Boise to win that game just because I thought they were a far better team. But apparently, uh, what you had seen came you to fruition. You can't match up an 11 win team with fucking Washington. A 6 and 16. And that shit, they did that shit on purpose. They tried to make an example out of them. I don't know that they tried to make an example. What they did try and do was to, and it's amazing that they did it with that game, but they didn't do it with other games. They tried to make a compelling bowl matchup, but in the process, um, kind of put Boise in a tough situation. Air Force went 10 and 2. Yeah. Look, I like Wazoo. We, you know, we you know we're pro Wazoo and Mike Leach. Air Force went t- ten and two with their two losses being in the fourth quarter, single digits. They were winning in both those games at, at, in the second half. They put Air Force against the six and six Washington State team. Yeah. Air Force won the game. Now, granted, was it was it an entertaining game? Sure. However, it's just a game that shouldn't have happened. I mean, and here's here's what we're talking about though. And what most fans out there, I think, would probably argue is that, and I wonder statistically if we would be proven, you know, correct. Is it, okay, is it an even matchup to have a 10 and 2 uh, Mountain West team against a 6 and 6 uh, Pac 12 team? Is it, does that generally constitute an even matchup? And then, B, is that a, an appropriate reward? No. Or a ten and two Mountain no. West. Do you are you like? Do you feel like, dude? If I'm a fan of these teams, I'm like, oh great, thank you. You gave us UAB, right? I mean, but no. If you're if you're Air Force and you beat a six and you went ten and two, two close losses, and then you play a six and six Washington State, is that a game you're going to get up for? Is that like a big reward for I you? I mean, or? knowing that it's Air Force, I think they're going to take it pretty like their service academy, so sure. they'll take it. As serious okay. as any of the games, but your I get general your point. group yeah. of five team. Yeah, I don't know that it is a game. I think just the fact that you're playing a power conference team, I think that in some respects is a reward. But the fact that you're playing a six and six team means that no matter what, that six and six team is playing with house money because if they yeah. lose to you, it's expected because you're playing a ten and two team, and if you win. It's a big giant fuck you to the group of five saying, "Oh, you yeah. can't even keep up with a six and six power five team." Well, if there was just a real playoff, that it would just be great to see these matchups. Or, like I said, if even if you didn't do that, say they just took okay, we we know Navy won double digits, Air Force won double digits, Appalachian State won double digits, UCF went nine and three. Probably, probably should have won double digit games considering that their three losses were by, you know, I think a grand total of like nine points or twelve points or something like that. Yeah. Um. Those teams should have all been matched up with, even if you're not going to match them up with the big guys, even though I would prefer to see app state in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Give me UCF Boise. 
Look, no disrespect, you're a Virginia fan. Yeah. I think App State, Florida would have been much more entertaining. Sure, I mean than Virginia and Florida. Look, and I get that there's a conference tie-in, but you have a ten and two Notre Dame team, right? Yeah. That beat Virginia is ranked higher at the end of the season than sitting it and playing in the fucking Camping World Bowl. Yeah, even Notre Dame, Florida would have been a, bit, a lot better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah, lots of better matchups. So right there, you have a, a, a clear example of. Uh, you know, the bowls, these, 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 uh, a lot are these fucking, um, fucking muds barking over yeah. there. He's, um, what are we talking about? They, they got the bowl tie-ins. They're, they're a fucking problem. Oh, they're, they're a gigantic problem, man. Like it just, okay. We're complaining. Yeah. Let's drink this fucking beer. Boom. Okay. But I just want to run through these and I want your thoughts, mm-hmm. right? Florida wins, a, wins a win, wins a bowl game over Virginia in Florida. Yeah. Central Florida wins a bowl game over Marshall in Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida Atlantic wins a home game, <laughs> bowl game against SMU in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, Louisiana Tech goose eggs Miami, which is just embarrassing in Louisiana. Yeah, an hour up the road. Texas A and M, an hour up the road in Houston, beats Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Texas gets Utah. That's another one. Uh, Tex- Seven and five versus uh, ten yeah, and two. Ten and two, and they the reward goes to Texas playing an hour away from Austin against Utah. Yeah. Utah had the better season. If anything, this game should have been played in fucking Las Vegas yeah, or something. Or Salt you know Lake what I mean? City yeah. or something. It's unbelievable. So, so I mean, I, I rode Texas big in that game. I I won money. Yeah. However, that's just not fair. You know for a fact that Texas has a much larger fan base than Utah. And if you're asking them to just travel right down the road, then they're going to have a way bigger crowd at the game. They're going to have a huge home field advantage, and that's going to, you know, obviously pay dividends on the field. It's not, and 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 really, this, and I'm sure you've got more games you want to talk about, but it's more the same, basically. Yeah, you Cal, know. Illinois, yeah, played yeah. an hour south of Berkeley. Yeah, so if you go to an area. That's either diff- different weather wise or significantly further than the team you're playing against, then you're at a massive disadvantage uh, as opposed to playing in the conditions you're used to playing in and with a, a much shorter commute to the game or you know, commute travel, whatever, and yeah. uh, a much bigger home crowd. So why do these teams continue to based on the fact that these things are what propel you into your next season, right? If you're going to keep this bowl system intact and these bowl games are what propel you into your next season, give you momentum, uh, fucking effect transfers, effect recruiting. Why do you continuously put yourself at a fucking disadvantage statistically? You know? Yeah. Why would you do that? Have some fucking nuts. That Big Ten demand that your best, your second best team plays a fucking uh, SEC team in Chicago. You know? Yeah. Indianapolis. Have Michigan. Cleveland. Have Michigan Detroit, play Alabama. Minneapolis. In fucking, yeah. Can we fucking get some other cities with games? Right. Why does everyone like there's like 80% of the bowl games happen in Florida, Alabama, and Texas. Look, no disrespect to those States, but I've been to those States that you can't tell me it's a, it's just this, this great reward as opposed to going to fucking wherever Detroit, yeah. <laughs> Cleveland. Well, I mean that one might, I mean, that's, that's water. the whole thing. But Chicago is, is a fun ass city. No one wants to be in the north in the fucking winter. And that's why that's the reward supposedly 
for the fan bases, Football but for the players, they're rewarded weather. with a fucking loss. So if I'm a fan, I'm saying, Hey, I'd rather have a home game against Alabama. If I'm Michigan, right. Or as close to a home game as possible. Let's play that game in Detroit and let's get a fucking win instead of going down to Florida and taking a loss. Yeah. Where, you know, clearly there's going to be more Alabama fans than there are Michigan fans. Absolutely. Grow a sack guys. Let's go. But anyway, Cal takes down Illinois. Mm-hmm. My point here is the only two teams that played in their home States yeah. that lost. There's like 10 winners, USC, Iowa, which was just a bad, that was a blowout. Yeah. Iowa had the Hayden for, I think going, my original pick was USC, but yeah. I switched to Iowa. USC had fucking uh, clay Helton on the verge on the hot seat all year. You know, that's no, that, this is, this is a game where I would just say our, the system's flat out wrong. My, like my, no, here's the thing. We, we sound like we're fucking like making excuses for the stats that don't support our narrative. No, no, no. no. I'm saying this one. I would just flat out beat him. I, I'm not going to say the Hayden Fry thing, even though I truly believe that. Yeah. Like I really believe they got up for Hayden Fry. Kirk Ferentz played under Hayden Fry. Yeah. The whole state of Iowa loves Hayden Fry. Yeah. However, I'm not going to say that because they just whooped their ass. That's, but this is the one game because I will say the Eastern Michigan game. Eastern Michigan, if they have Mike, yeah, a home field yeah. advantage doesn't always overcome, you know, a, oh, wait, an extreme like talent eight. disadvantage, but it certainly helps. You know, I think, I think the teams that played in their home state, let me just quickly pull this up real quick. Cause I, uh, wait, and I'm not one, saying two, three, four, Iowa is five, particularly six, more seven, talented than eight USC and two, eight and two. And they one of them far more disciplined though. One of them was a, a cover of a better a, coach, 11 point dog, Eastern Michigan. Yeah, they probably would have won the game outright had Mike Glass not punched a uh, a Pittsburgh Panther and a referee. Yeah, well, that referee, what a yeah. little bitch too, <laughs> a little flop. Dude, yeah. Called a LeBron. <laughs> I don't know, my, so I, I just uh, another one. Hawaii beats BYU in Hawaii. Um, why just shouldn't they not play in their home state? Yeah, that would be. <laughs> that would make a little more sense from a fairness standpoint. You would think. Um, I like your idea of having is certainly there any if you had fairness to any, this sport. Yeah. Well, there's zero fairness all across the board. It's difficult to get an exact fucking, uh, middle, like true, uh, uh no, you know how, you know how you do it? Huh? This is fair. Pre-selected regional, uh, oh, locations. And the better teams with the better records get the location. They are kind of like college basketball, your right. top four seeds. They go to the top four locations. And if you're geographic, if, if you're Michigan state, well, guess what? You're going to get the Midwest. Yeah. Cause you had the best season. Yeah. Right. And if you're the two seed, uh, UCLA, they're going to give you the West. And if you're the three seed fucking Alabama, they're going to give you the South. This isn't fucking rocket science. I can figure this shit out. If you have a real playoff, if you have some type of shit, how can they just always play it in, in five States, five yeah. fucking States. It's Florida. There's domes in the north. Indy has a dome. Minnesota. Look, I hate domes, yeah. but I'm saying there's St. Louis, Mi- Mi- Minneapolis, uh, Detroit, and Indianapolis. Yeah, they could all be playing major bowl games. I am anti that personally. I think football is meant for the cold. I think you should have to pl- play in both. If you have to go down and play in hot ass Florida, yeah. Why can't you come? Why can't you play a game in Denver, Colorado? Why can't you play a game in New York City? Why they are playing one in New York City, which even is more hilarious because they're saying they can do that. Yeah. They're admitting just, that. Yeah. Just like Boise, just like where yeah. it's marketable, you it, know, 
they, they have one to in the Phil- extent yeah. that it's marketable. They'll have a fucking bowl game there. You're telling me they did one at soldier field. I, I think that, that shit would sell out if considering if it had magnitude, if it's ball state against fucking uh, UAB, then no, no one's going to go. Right. Yeah. But if you have a fucking uh, Ohio state against LSU in that, that shit Cleveland, will sell out. Yeah. Shit will sell out. Even if it's not in Cleveland, put that shit in fucking Detroit. It's going to sell out yeah, at a dome. Right? You know what I mean? Put that shit in and since it, I mean, obviously Cincinnati cause it's Ohio. Wait, look, uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Put it in uh, Denver. I think the fans will still show up. You, if uh, you live locally in Colorado, you would still go to that fucking game. Of course. The, the game would be a, a humongous event and everyone would be celebrating and no one would be complaining about it being, you know, a drag. It'd be like, yo, this is hyped just like it is for basketball, you know? But these games are just, they're, 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 they're used. I mean, I, 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 okay. The game I watched most, well, I watched the whole, I mean, I've watched these games. There, some of them were good. The Oregon Wisconsin game was actually that really was good. Awesome. But I don't Florida UVA care. was good. <laughs> Problem is, is I don't care. And this is a valid point that someone made. Okay. Is that if you're not in the playoffs, these games are useless. And you can tell when the Sugar Bowl tickets to Baylor and Georgia are at six dollars. You could have went to see Baylor and Georgia for six fucking dollars. That is an embarrassment. Patty that- C, I did a stand-up show in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. All right, for ten dollars. <laughs> right. I did a show in Chicago. I think it was fourteen or fifteen. People, are you telling me I'm in more demand to see this fucking idiot? <laughs> are you telling me I'm in more Make demand? Dick jokes on a stage than a shit ass useless game. Because look, than a state flagship. Yes, school. Georgia is good. I mean, these are two teams that were some of the better teams in college football this year. Yeah, but this game meant zilch. Mm-hmm. Besides pride, right? Mm-hmm. And not even much of that was on the line. Well, even that shit is cracks me up. You got a fucking coach interviewing for a job the day before the game. Uh, yeah. It's just a mess. That's another thing we can get into and just, I can bicker about forever. You do that. You, well, do, you do like to bicker. Yeah. Cause I want, how can I see college basketball? I tune into this every year. I love it. Cause dude, I, uh, okay. I was bored over the holidays and I made a 64 team bracket. I posted it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it's glorious. <laughs> And I also made a 64 teams with the, I, we delete the FCS. Let, let me, let me be the uh, ombudsman here and uh, make sure that our fan base is still fucking listening here. <laughs> we have Colby D on a fucking complete tangent, making a 64 team football playoff. So let me, let me clarify here and tell you that this is absolutely absurd. Not only from uh, Mike Leach is on board, buddy. a fact that, well, that also makes it absurd in most likelihood but it also makes it awesome in most likelihood. You're telling me you wouldn't want to watch. I would love to watch it. All I'm saying is why can't this happen? How come how in many basketball rounds can is happen? a 64 team tournament? What round of 64 is one round of 32 is two round of 16 is three round of eight is four so round of FCS four is five and round of two is a six. That's a six week playoff. So potentially 16 games. If you had a 10 game regular, season. what does JMU play? Like this year, Jamie plays a big game this weekend. How many games will that well, be? Right now, they play 15 games. So what the, the fuck are we talking about? It's true. It's true. If you had a All 10 right? game regular season, you could conceivably have a six. And game if you're Mountain play. Union, how many fucking games are you playing? Yeah, they probably play pretty close. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They spit at my ass and tell me it's raining. This nonsense. But I have a glorious blueprint. I mean, you kidding me? This this would be. Imagine the fam. That's another thing. Is they're short sighted. They think that that they're protecting the money. 
and, and protecting the integrity of college football when it's the, the exact opposite. The money would be through the roof on gambling all across the board. If everyone had a, a dog in the race, are you kidding me? If San Diego state fans would say, Holy shit, we're actually in, we actually have a chance to upset yeah. and, and maybe go two rounds into the playoffs. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh my God. Hey, how about instead of going to either the Outback bowl or the fucking Gator bowl or the citrus bowl every year on a fucking rotation, these second tier big 10 teams actually go to somewhere else uh, for their fucking uh, yeah. postseason. Yeah. For once in a blue moon and imagine Instead of like a, a, the Bermuda triangle of Florida bowl games and imagine games being played. And I, I would still propose this. I would still propose this for, uh, for the, even their sh- shitty bowls that they do. You just take a hat mm-hmm. prior to the season starting. Sure. And I know that I know that the NFL really doesn't do this, but I know and I know college basketball doesn't really do this. They figure this out, but they bounce around to enough cities where it's much more diverse, much more. Dare I use the word fair? Pack that beer. Yeah, buddy. Why not say, hey, this year, let's just bounce it around. Okay, you want to do Miami one year? I'm all about Miami. Do Miami. Yeah. But the next year, maybe you say, hey, Boston won. Right? Yeah. yeah. Gillette Stadium. Hmm. Hmm. Looks like we're gonna have to do it in Boston. Fenway Park. Yes. Fenway fucking park. Right? Do I give a shit? No. Anywhere in America. It could be that you can still use the fucking Aloha Bowl. I don't care. Yeah. As long as you're being fair across the board, which they are clearly not. They've never been fair. It's the most unfair fucking sport. Okay. okay, God damn it, Patty C. Let's talk about some of the games, though. You have to, like, be interested in some of the results in these games. Did anything shock you so far? Well, yes. SMU laid an egg. But once again, when Florida... Atlantic is playing a home game. <laughs> how about, how about Memphis keeping up with Penn state? I mean, it, that game made me believe that if Mike Norvell was there, Memphis might've won that game. Yeah. Yep. But Hey, the big 10 is, is in pretty good shape going into uh, 2020 carrying a lot of momentum. If Michigan could have pulled that one out against Alabama, that would have been fucking massive, but Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, that that's actually the one because I was all on Auburn on that, and then I guess it's funny because I I thought Daniel Cannell nailed it on the on the head. He's like, "Do you guys want to tell me if they're gonna care or not this game?" Right. <laughs> you know, like cause well, let's wait till the uh, final uh, gun. Well, let's see what the score hilarious. is, and then we'll determine if they cared. And I get it because to me, I say that does anyone care that much in a game that that doesn't matter? Touche. But two fucking. But shake. let me tell you something. If a team that doesn't care is playing another team that doesn't care and they win, they're still the better team. That's true. And PJ Flex team did that. Kudos to him, dude. He's got this. He's got this boat fucking rowing. Rowing, yeah. This rowing is like hardcore. a fucking one of those like. Uh, you got the schedule? Can you pull up Minnesota's ancient schedule? Spartan triremes where they got like five hundred dudes fucking yeah. rowing at the same time. Go Gophers. Do you have the Gophers? Golden, golden, golden Gophers. Uh, do I have the Gophers Gopher schedule for next year? Yeah. I will pull that up quickly. Because uh, I think they might. I can type. I love how, the, I don't know, I'm on Twitter right now, and I'm reading, like, these stupid fans in the SEC because I said, they. first off, I've argued that their bowl, bowl game stats are as bad as. Dude, Minnesota has a fucking really favorable, favorable schedule, schedule right? next year. Yeah. Who do they get? They get Florida Atlantic week Florida one. Florida Atlantic yeah. at home week one. 
really go out on a limb and challenge themselves against Tennessee Tech week two at home. Mm, that's uh, a hosting Iowa week three. Make Again. me commissioner. I get rid of that Tennessee Tech game. Yeah, I, I would enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, pointless game. Um, week three, a Friday nighter against Iowa in Minneapolis. Um, that's awesome. That's, that's a good awesome. Game. Very winnable. Also a revenge game. They're going to be three. No, that then. Okay. Next fourth game in a row to uh, start the season at home hosting BYU dangerous, but they're going to win. They're going to win. Okay. Going to Maryland win. win. Don't even know. Oh, here's here's where uh, the rubber meets Slippery. the road here at Wisconsin. Revenge game. Winnable. Potential potential win. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Also a re- revenge game. True. Uh, here we go. Here's a tough one, but home field advantage looming huge in this one, hosting the Michigan Wolverines. They could win that game. They could at the very least. I could see them coming out of that Wisconsin, Michigan, two game stretch with only one loss. I think they have a better chance of beating Michigan than Wisconsin. It's in, it's in, uh, yeah. Uh, going to Illinois, which might prove to be tougher than, yeah. Anyone would anticipate going to Michigan state. Actually, it's a little tougher. Assuming Michigan state. Turns I just it think around. they're better. They have more offensive. You know, he's came in quickly and they have Rashad they have firepower, Bateman. dude. That's what I'm saying. Their yeah. receivers can play. Yeah. Their QB can play. They're balanced. They're run, they got good running backs. Aggressive. Yeah. They're fucking schematically. Like, Michigan state hasn't in the words of Charlie, uh, fat, whatever the fuck yeah. his name was decided <laughs> schematic advantage. Only wake forest could make Michigan state's offense look actually good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake. Uh, that wake was cash. that was the one of the more surprising bowl games to me. Yeah, wake. Uh, wake shit the bed. But even though that is well, slightly closer for Michigan State or for Wake Forest to New, to to the Bronx than it is for Michigan State. We looked up the mileage on that one. I think. What do we say? It's a. I think it's an hour and thirty minutes more to from, go to Michigan. Yeah, than it is drive. To, but yeah. there's an example of where the weather conditions are far more. Uh, similar to Michigan. what Michigan well, would and see the fact that on a consistent uh, basis. The Wake Forest what, what Wake has an see. enrollment of 2,000 people. Right. Probably not bring a huge uh, And they don't base. have a football history, uh, historic football history, so they probably brought like 30 people. A lot of factors that uh, confound the data and make it difficult to really, um, really determine who has an advantage based on the bowl location. But... Um, Take another one. Cincinnati uh, it hasn't been played yet. Cincinnati's playing a six to six Boston College team that probably shouldn't have been bowling. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't have matched up Cincinnati Not with a reward App State. For Cincinnati. You couldn't have done Cincinnati and App State. Yeah, that would have been a real fun one. Ah, it's just something okay. that can you make it just entertaining. So let's say they get through after they lose to either Wisconsin or Michigan, they get through Illinois. They get through Michigan State. Yeah, I think hosting that, Purdue by week. Hosting Northwestern and then a trip to Lincoln to end the season. Um, See, but you got to think Purdue in or or Nebraska is going to be better next year. Yeah, even Northwestern. I guess my those question three, is should, one of those three. Actually, maybe yeah, all three Nebraska of them. Maybe on the all road. Three of them will be better, but um, you can't figure. This has got to be Pat Fitzgerald's worst worst year in a long, long easily. time. Yeah. Maybe his worst year of his career. I think. Yeah. Um, Which is saying something based on what he took over. Uh if they can navigate this schedule that doesn't have Penn state cross division, that doesn't have Ohio state cross division. If they can navigate this with one loss at the end of the regular season, going into the big 10 championship game, 
then they'll probably lose to Ohio State with Justin <laughs> right. Fields. And it'll be the same as every and they'll other. They'll probably play in a useless fucking bowl game in like uh, New Orleans. Wherever the fuck yeah. they'll play. But should they be able to manage it and should they somehow upset the Eastern Division champion, then we might see Minnesota as a dark horse fucking. And I, I was off on that. I thought they wouldn't like, I thought they'd be like six and six this year. PJ Fleck. I need to apologize. Look, and my brother, who is a noted Bronco Mendenhall hater, claims that PJ Fleck and Bronco Mendenhall are of the same ilk, which apparently is one that is able to turn programs around and win and, yeah, and be great head coaches. All right. Where my brother really hates it is he hears Bronco Mendenhall using business school jargon as it relates to organizational, like he like synergy is something Bronco Mendenhall would say. Promote synergy, like what's that fucking uh, uh, Lonely Island song? I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> um, what the fuck are you talking about? Where they're in an office and he's shitting on Deborah's desk. I forget what the fucking it's a movie. No, it's a fucking no. song. I'll, I'll play it for us later. Maybe um, either way, he's a cheesy business douchebag, which is what my brother doesn't like. And that's kind of what PJ flex strikes me as too. little Mr. Business. Like, uh, let's fucking, I mean, he's got a little catchphrase, row the boat. No, but Bronco he- Mendenhall, the new standard, break the rocks, cheese, dick shit. But Hey, if it's fucking working, I just hope, I just hope they stay for a while. Yeah. Flex, especially. Cause I feel like USC is going to come calling after this year. Sure. Yeah. I feel like Notre Dame might come calling soon. Yeah. Especially given his Midwest roots. That would be a fucking nice fit if Brian Kelly decides be horrible. to hang it up I, soon. That's what I'm saying. I wanted to see these schools step up and realize that they can make so much money. Yeah. Minnesota if they fucking keep their fucking and, and build something. Right. Minnesota won is the last three peat champion in all of college football. I want to say they won thirty five to thirty seven. Three in a row, you know, and there hasn't yeah. been one since, if, if I'm not mistaken. Flex, Flex should should milk that. You know what I mean? Right? Build on that. A fucking 90 years later, bring back uh, Minnesota football to championship status and, and get rid of this uh, fucking s- 10 teams in six years, making the fucking playoffs or whatever yeah. it is. 20 teams. It's just not that I many. I don't think it's 20 teams. No, no. In six years. It's like, it was like 12, I think, or something. 12 teams. Yeah. It's just a very small group that is consistently in the mix and that ruins college football and there needs to be more parity. Uh, yeah. I mean, how about just fairness? That would lead to some parity too. And, like, I'll be honest. Look, I talk my shit about Oregon, but I don't think anyone can convince me that Oregon wouldn't have put up a much better fight than Oklahoma did against LSU. Sure. I yeah. Think, I think Oregon would have put up. Oregon better. was a much better defensive team. I don't care what the stats say. Yeah. When you watch just like Utah was a better defensive team than, uh, than Oklahoma. Absolutely. So I just know that right there gives you a better shot. Well, Oklahoma, to their credit, got through a schedule with nine conference games with only one loss. Yeah. Oregon uh, had two. So, but, but at a conference, Oregon did play a neutral site game that wasn't very neutral against Auburn. That's true. That's where that loss and came Oklahoma from. played a UCLA team that won four games. That's true. Um, so that said, Oregon certainly had a tougher road and it ended up costing them a spot in the playoffs. And they, so may, they're basically advertising may have been the more deserving team, even based on that. They're, they're basically advertising for you to, to not schedule tough to make right. the playoffs. That's true. That's true. If it's going to cost you your fucking playoff spot to challenge yourself, then maybe you shouldn't do it. All teams 
watching, take but, note, moving but forward. The point here is when is like they deserve a shot to. Yeah, of course. That's the point. It ruins the fucking game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How you doing? The main thing I want to talk about but before I get there, let me just tell you guys, I want to tell you guys something really important at the uh, college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my Look, use the promo code SGP for a deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. NFL college playoffs are going college basketball conference play is starting this, this week's college basketball schedule is incredible. Tons of college basketball NBA to bet on great resource for in-game wagering deposit and withdrawal using Bitcoin for lightning fast payouts. Mybookie.ag. Use the promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Patty C. I'll be honest. The games that I okay, I was excited to watch somewhat excited to watch Oklahoma, LSU, and Boy, that must have been a fucking disappointment. Yes. Boy, they have and, 49 oh, dude, I and can't half time. Tell you though, I can't tell you these idiots though. Before before I dive into my point that I was trying to make here. Sure. That say this is why we shouldn't expand. Oh, because uh, because they blew out uh, Oklahoma. Right. You just chose like one of maybe like five fucking deserving teams. Well, no, no. no. So they they were saying that, and and I want to say this was a credible guy. Yeah, I even retweeted it, but he said like, imagine what they would do to an eight seed. No, no, because Oregon could be that eight seed, by the way, and also, um, how about? Oh, uh, Kansas State also was. How about they played the thirteen uh, ranked team in the country, and they no. Granted, they were whipping their ass for most of the game, but they only ended up winning by one score. So, and, are we talking Baylor, Bama? Oh, when oh. LSU played them during the regular well, I, season. I'm also saying that Oklahoma barely needed overtime to beat Baylor, so there's not much of a difference between eight and four, right. apparently. And also yeah. they lost to a Kansas state team that wasn't even fucking ranked. All right. And they needed 28 points, uh, make it the biggest comeback in Oklahoma history earlier in the season to beat the number eight seater. Uh, also fucking LSU squeaked by is that the not- number? What, what was, uh, Auburn post season coming into uh bowling. I want to say they were 12 or something. Yeah. Uh, they beat them by two in the regular season. So to say that, Oklahoma, uh, it, the fact that LSU kicked their ass means that they would absolutely destroy everyone below them. Even worse is the stupidest fucking thing anyone would ever well, say. And then, and then you see the LSU or the Ohio state Clemson game and being, and everyone say, what a great game that was. You know what would happen if you expanded, you would get more of those. Yeah. You fucking maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> the dumbest logic ever. <laughs> it, like blowouts. Are, uh, I love that. Like they use blowouts as the bad thing. Like Really? Like the NFL hasn't had some blowouts in the Super Bowl. I, when what happened the Ravens played the Giants? Right. It was like thirty-eight to fucking seven. Yeah, I've seen a few of those. In my Pretty life. sure their ratings are doing fine, yeah. right? Yeah. Pretty sure those teams earned their way through it and then still ended up getting their ass kicked because one team had yeah. a hell of a fucking Cowboys game. beat the Bills by like fifty fucking points. Right. You know, just because it hasn't happened recently, because the Patriots and Rams was the worst football game ever. That was kind of a blowout because I knew there was no way. Jared Goff could ever throw on fucking Bill Belichick, right? <laughs> but anyway, besides the point, Patty C, I want to talk about honestly the, the the games that I'm 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 going deep on you here. Yeah. Because I am being 100% honest with the exception of Air Force and Washington State, which is the game I circled. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, I circled I wanted to watch LSU and uh 
and uh, Oklahoma and, and obviously Clemson at Ohio state, but I was had a show. So I knew I was going to miss most of that. Yeah. The real games I wanted to watch were in the FCS playoffs. <laughs> All right. A real playoff. There you go. And now we have a, a, a game looming. One that we have foreseen for and a the long Dukes time are favored by two. Holy smokes. You're going to take a team. You're going to make the buys on yeah, dogs. You're going to give them that kind of chalkboard. I don't appreciate that Vegas uh, bulletin board material there. Um, but listen, when you're a Duke, buddy, this game, I'm honestly more excited to watch than, yeah, than me, any college football game let me in tell the you postseason. Okay. When you're a fucking Duke from JMU, <laughs> you have a huge dick, right? You swing a huge <laughs> dick around everywhere you go, right? Uh, uh-huh. Anyone in your fucking way, you just better get the fuck out of the way. I don't care if you're a 2000 pound bison, right? The Duke dog is going to swing that helicopter dick around and blast you one. It's really going to give you a black guy. And this is this Saturday, 9 a.m. Two Saturdays from now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Why'd they do that? This Another year? switched it up, thing. man. Another Gosh. stupid thing. Why? Why is the fucking uh, college football championship now two weeks after the fucking two weeks and change shit. Right. What is it? 15 days. Cause this is a Saturday on the 28th. Right. And then we have the 13th. I feel like Jim Moore over here. I was, I, I saw fans puking in the stands, watching our kicking game. That's the way I feel when <laughs> right. I see these dumbass things. Right. Not, not to, not only to that is like you have uh, a full week uh, prior to the uh, most recent previous uh, bowl game. Besides that, which is Miami of Ohio, Louisiana, Lafayette. You couldn't push that one back a week and fucking put the national <laughs> championship that so on that. Late? Yeah. I don't understand the and logic now you got on like any a of this three shit. week break between the FCS semifinals <laughs> and the championship game, presumably because they want to be on the same weekend as the uh, FBS games. It's stupid. It draws it out. It extends. I mean, I guess it's good to extend the season, but no, not no, really. I would rather not. have a more consistent, I would rather see a fair and logical chance. Yeah, succession of games. Okay. In in cities. That that, said, okay. The Dukes are favored. They do have the number one offense in the country. They are the only team that has beaten the Bison of North Dakota State in the playoffs in the last eight years. Here, North Dakota State goes for their eighth national championship in nine years. Damn. The other one belonging, of course, to the Dukes of James. Can I just say this? Regardless of whether you win North Dakota State, the fact you have been to the championship eight of nine years. It's unbelievable. That's a Mountain Union touch. No, no, no. I'm saying I demand. Yeah, you jump. And, and while I'm commissioner, because I'm doing this thing, because I, I just can make, if they just gave me control. Yeah. I could really fix this. Yeah. I could really fix all this stuff. But I'm saying I demand North Dakota State join the Mountain West. Yeah. Yeah. They have no no business being an FCS anymore. I'll even be, I'll even accept the Mac, even though I think they would fucking destroy the Mac. Yeah, they would. Uh, join the Mountain West, please. And JMU, you're not far behind. If you win this game, yeah. if you win this game, join the fucking, I guess, Look, AAC. We got the new convocation center for basketball. How, how, We're going to do, do stadium expansion do, again uh, in football. We got top be, end facilities. Being real talk. I know you talk out of your ass sometimes. How do you think they really would do in the AAC? JMU? Yeah. Well, here's I think a, they would probably destroy the conference USA. Look, uh, against the, I mean, I, I feel like they would have 
maybe similar success at this point. They're they're a few years behind. They're the new uh, app state of the FCS, the East Coast Power. Yeah. Um, and so you see how App State's doing in the but, well, yeah. That's another argument. Sun Belt. I, I, if you look at the three teams that have made the jump recently, yeah, App State, Georgia Southern, and even Coastal Carolina, which Coastal Carolina, sure they're not bowling. I think they went bowling once. If memory serves me correct, that might not even be true, mm-hmm. but they still have like five and seven seasons like this year. I don't consider them a total failure. They won at Kansas this year. Yeah. You jump up, you have a decent but year. Georgia Southern and app state have been like really, really good almost yeah. every year. No, App State's excellent. Look, Georgia Southern went to a bowl too. Georgia Southern's the one team that beat app state this year. North Carolina couldn't do that. South Carolina couldn't do that. I mean, uh, it, to me, uh, it's just, <laughs> It's pretty, uh, if you don't follow FCS football, then you, you should really, it's not that big of a, like, I, I do believe North Dakota state is a top 25 team. Listen to this. James Madison's one loss this year at West Virginia opening week of the season. Kurt Signetti's first they, game as a head they coach. They were actually winning that game. They were winning that lot. game in the yeah. second half. Yeah. They kind of choked it away. Ended up losing 20 to 13. Uh, that's a top, that's a tough place to win. Too. That is a tough place to win later that season. West Virginia went into Manhattan, Kansas and beat Kansas state 24 to 20. Same team went, that beat. Yeah. Oklahoma, beat Oklahoma who's in, in the playoff. Manhattan, Kansas uh, went to TCU uh, and West Virginia beat them at 20 to 13 in Fort Worth. So West Virginia is, but was five and seven was a decent team in the big 12 this year. Not a, not a great isn't team. That perfect. I think JMU would even be a, a, a a bottom third of a power conference team. If they started right now, if they went into a, 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 a division like uh, the American, I bet they'd be middle of the pack at the very least. See the thing I put them uh, and they beat SMU recently at SMU yeah. um, and ECU. I don't like to mention that one though. Cause Scotty <laughs> Montgomery, um, <laughs> he who should not be mentioned ever. Um, my, but isn't that even more of an argument of the 64 team playoffs? It is that JMU beat, so what I'm saying, West Virginia beat Kansas state at Kansas state, Oklahoma couldn't beat Kansas state at Kansas state. Right. Like I, that's what shows to me. There's not that big of a gap. We know for a fact why this is happening. We know why Dabo Sweeney or Sweeney, what have you is, uh, you know, a proponent of the four team college playoff. It's because when you don't play anyone and you have a free ride, of course you want the fucking big, Dabo Swinney being the highest paid coach in college, it's going straight to his pocketbook, $9.3 million a year. You think he wants to give that up by getting knocked out in the uh, round of 30 or round of 16 in an upset? No, he wants a fucking one game pass to the national championship and, he, I and to a $9.3 million a year look, paycheck. You know, he, he, the powers that a be lot are of fucking like corrupt him. a lot of people like because him. they I stand to benefit his opinion on some stuff, man. Yeah. I, I can see what you're saying. He's I can't stand his opinion. A likable yeah. character in terms of like, you know, he, he comes off as charming. He NC says, Nick said sincere, but he said young Spurrier, but without the charisma <laughs> or something to that effect. Not at all the same. He's Spurrier like, was cocky, always he's prickly. Like, no, but he's like Sweeney's got that cocky yeah, little like very similar in terms. I guess Spurrier wouldn't try to make you feel like he was like the greatest guy though. But Sweeney tries to make it seem like yeah. I, oh well, yeah, the Lord. I don't, would never want to do this on Christmas and like you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know hams it up on yeah, that front. Yeah, little who knows? I could see the comparison actually. It's it's, it's uh in terms of that little Southern like uh, hot shot like yeah. type. Oh, they're they're the exact same. Um, 
Okay. So, so I'm really excited for this game though. Now, do you feel like them making the Dukes a two point favorite though? Is, is a ch- dude, you're feeding. Yeah. It's not, I would prefer that not bison. to have happened. Yeah. <laughs> That, you, you don't want need to incentivize a team that's won seven of the last eight national championships. So fuck you, Vegas. But Dukes, I got a good feeling. We're going to Frisco, Texas. Last time we played North Dakota State, there was two years ago in the national championship game. We got down to the goal line or at least inside the 10 with under 30 seconds to go and just couldn't fucking finish the drive to win. So, okay, but better three years ch- ago, that be- we better went. chance to win next year. JMU at North Carolina, North Dakota State at Oregon. You know what? Just based on the fact that Mac Brown's got that thing rolling, and because Justin Herbert won't be there next year, and because it's early in the season, I'm going to say, and because North Dakota State's track record against FBS six and zero in their last six games against the FBS, right. I wouldn't actually be shocked to see uh, North Dakota State go up in there and do it. The one thing that would shock me, though, about it a little bit, is that. Oregon can bang now and they're well, getting Aldson better talent is a toxic environment. Yeah. North Carolina is not. Yeah. But I do think if anyone should be ready, it's a team that's won this. And you know, North Dakota state's been starting a freshman quarterback all year. Huh? That bodes well for their future. Yes. Yes, it does. Uh, look, ever thought about starting your own sports book, Patty C, but don't know how all the time. Okay, well, Ace Brad is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 at some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Brad offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Boom. Patty C, I think last I saw LSU was a five and a half point favorite against Clemson. What do you think about that? Well, it's tough to say. I think that sounds about accurate. Um, LSU, I have not seen a single hole in their game this year. Well, and if you saw the track record of, I think, what did I say, eight and two teams playing in their home state in bowl games? Yeah. Lo and behold. This game is in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, Do we have a possible nine and two? Uh... Not, yeah, I mean, almost probable, obviously. Now, a couple a couple things not playing in LSU's favor. Uh, the last time they played a national championship game uh, in New Orleans, they did lose. Granted, the time before they played a national championship game in New Orleans, they won, and that was against Ohio State. Um, the one after that was against Alabama in a rematch game. Um, so that said, 50-50 chance based on history that they win I in mean, New Orleans in the national championship the, the, game. They're just much better than everyone this year. It's why funny. does new Orleans? Why does it, why when they make the national championship, I want to say the last three times they've made it, it's been, they played the game in new Orleans. They like time it up. No, no, no. no. Or how about this? How about stop playing every fucking national championship game in new Orleans? Yeah, it's like, that. it's it, dude. It, I've, I'm surprised this hasn't happened in the NFL more because they choose like the NFL chooses. Once again, they're not at nearly as fair either. They're on the, they're on the unfair Cause it's like Miami, yeah, Glendale, LA. Arizona. Yeah. That is L- LA, which I don't even think it's going to be LA more with a new stadium. Yeah. But it's, it's more so recently. It's been either Arizona, Miami, New Orleans, uh, they've hit a Atlanta. few. Though. They've hit. Yeah. Usually, usually in that little rotation, but I'm saying if you're one of those teams, yeah, you, you stand to benefit. Yes. Um, that said they hit New York. 
That was fucking yeah, but awesome. They, but check us out. That was amazing. And they said they would never do it again because a big blizzard almost fucked things up. There was a blizzard that hit New York like two days after. Guess what? That would have been fucking awesome. That would have been amazing. But once again, they're showing their gutless wonder. <laughs> All right. Um, LSU. Now, Mickey says, of course, being an Ohio State homer, that whoever won that Clemson-Ohio State game is going to win because he believes LSU is a paper, dare I say, tiger. Um, How are they a paper tiger? They're Yeah, they're completely dominant of almost I ha- everyone. I had someone tweet me saying, uh, you still feel like the Big 12 is the best conference after LSU did that to, to Oklahoma? And I said, yeah. I do this thing called the Dantabase Top 25, and I had right. LSU ranked number one. One like, team does not a conference make. <laughs> But I had I had LSU number one I think like ten weeks of the, of, of the season yeah the last ten weeks of the season or something like that maybe even longer maybe since week one because I mean they, no since they played Texas I think I've had them number one yeah uh but I still feel like top to bottom the Big Twelve was the most complete conference yeah meaning like you look at you look at the uh, the Big Ten mm-hmm. Rutgers and Maryland were fucking horrible yeah. Northwestern was fucking horrible. Yeah. Nebraska wasn't much. Nebraska underperformed big time. But I mean, especially when you look at Northwestern this year. Dog shit. Rutgers. Poop. Maryland. Those are three horrible teams Puke. this year. Yeah. SEC. Arkansas. Dog shit. Dandy. Diarrhea. And those two, well, I guess you could say Ole Miss as the third, but I, Ole Miss wasn't as bad. Decent enough. Yep. They had two really shitty teams. Yeah. But I mean, South Carolina only won four games, so I can't talk too much about them. Yeah. How great they were. Despite one of their wins being Georgia. But uh, my point is, is that when, like those teams, like, but Vanderbilt was horrible. Vanderbilt lost to UNLV by like 30 points in Nashville. Yeah. UNLV won like two games. Uh, Arkansas might be the worst D1 team power five. Yeah. It's either them or Rutgers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, when you look over to the big, like the, why I had the big 12 was the best is there. Like Kansas was their worst team, but I think Kansas was vastly improved. Kansas will beat Boston college at Boston college, by yeah. three touchdowns. Kansas will wipe the walls with any of the teams you just talked about. Yeah. And, and, and then when you consider like the, the, the who's the second worst team in the big 12, you're going to go like once again with the nine game conference schedule. Yeah. TCU and West Virginia were five and seven. Mm-hmm. Those are both teams. Substitute one of those losses for. Substitute in Bethune Cookman. Yeah. Instead of them playing at Oklahoma Purdue state or yeah. Or yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. That's even better. Yeah. That's what I mean. Oklahoma state yeah. in conference game. Uh, you would have those teams as bull teams. Yeah. So that would solve that. But I'm saying, I just thought it was the toughest conference each week. You're playing a, a decent game. Yeah. I mean, there's, there are a lot of ways to evaluate a conference in this particular example. You're saying that, you're valuing the conference's talent as a whole. Are we saying like combined talent? I'm saying it's toughest to go through the gauntlet of the big 12 because each week's a decent team. Yeah. Okay. Like you can play horrible against Vanderbilt. Right. And still win the game by two touchdowns. Yeah. You can play horrible against Northwestern this year. Yeah. Not most years this year and still win the game by two touchdowns. Well, I can tell you if you play horrible, Against Kansas State, you know what happens? You're down by 25 at halftime. You lose. Yeah. You play horrible against Iowa State and Ames. Another thing is like they, these are tough crowd. They, they, like I mean, I know that that happens all across, but hey, stop, dude! What the fuck is my dog doing, man? He's ruining Brand a beautiful new, new couch. couch. Stop it! 
Yeah, that's like uh, USC going up to Corvallis back in what was it? We were talking about this uh, the other yeah. uh, week, 2008, I believe. Um, and you have a bad half, and you get fucking clapped. You know? Yeah. It's just, but I'm saying, no, these bowl games, and another thing is bowl games don't change my opinions because this shit is like a month of preparation. And, and it, but I will say this, and I stand by this, that LSU has by far looked like the best team in the nation by far, by far to me this year. Yeah. No one has reached that level to me. If anything, Ohio state would have been the team that, that could give, could have given them a shot. If Clemson is playing fucking lights out football, they have well, Clemson the can still win this game. It's football. It's still a yeah. game. But I'm saying like LSU's better at almost every position. But still, though. shit can happen. You take a bad bounce here, bad bounce there. Yeah, I'm not. That's that's why I do believe in a 60-14 playoff. That's why I do believe in it, or not even 64, 32, whatever. That's why I do believe that most people think these upsets would never happen. I don't believe that. Yeah, we've seen Georgia Southern win in the swamp. We've seen App State win at the Big House when they were number five in the nation, who later won the Outback Bowl or whatever bowl it was against Florida. Yeah, it can happen. And I think it would happen more and more. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to say this though. Even though, even though I think a five point spread might even be, you're taking the points. Uh, I'm taking the money line. I think Clemson's going to win this fucking game. I don't think so. I think Clemson's going to go down there. There's just something. I will say Lawrence about Trevor Lawrence's mojo. He is incredible, man. The, I don't know that I've I ever seen a guy step into football. That good. Now Burrow's been playing that good, but I'm saying as as a guy who had a lot of experience at Ohio State yeah. and Burrow, you know what? I can see it's going to Burrow's head a little bit. I, he he says the right things, but he says borderline douchey things too. Like he's trying to say the right things, but he's like, oh, yeah. when he got 493 yards, he's like, oh, I couldn't make it 500. Sorry. And he's like, you know, I'm trying to be perfect. I'm sure I went 27 to 30 or whatever the fuck you went. Oh, yeah. And then he was like, I, I could be going for 30 for 30. It's like. That's I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into it too much. It looks like it's going to his head a little bit. I, you He's know, probably well, trying his I, best I'm not to let it. I'm kind of in a win-win situation here. Yeah. I love Coach O. Yeah. I would love to see him get a national championship and stick it to USC. I would like that too. But at the same time, as much as at times, do, and well, I actually, would like. I, I'm not a fan of the SEC swing. West to have a challenger to Alabama that you know. Yeah. But I would also like to finish see, the job. I would also like to see Clemson win a national championship with that dog shit schedule. Cause I think it, I do think, I mean, maybe it's just me cause the, the politics will stay the same, but it, it proves a, cause they, this Clemson team based on their resume has a little UNLV 1990 to it in terms of just not having to play anyone. And yes. And then people say, well, people will say, well, they didn't play anyone. And the argument will be is that, Hey, well, like, like, like I've mentioned on our show previously, the year that UCF won the national championship, their strength of schedule is probably better than this year's. Well, I, I, I know it's a tougher schedule. I yeah. don't know about what they rank that bullshit strength of schedule. Yeah. But I know that I wouldn't at all be surprised if they're in the same range. I mean, I would be shocked if they weren't in the same range. I wouldn't at all be surprised if UCF schedule a couple years ago when they went undefeated and beat Auburn in the peach bowl wasn't tougher than Clemson's schedule this year. Yeah, I know. I, it had to be. Yeah, it had to be. And that just lends they played like uh, that South Florida team was like with Taggart was like 10 and two Memphis was good. Yeah. They, they had to have played a better schedule. Then. I feel like since he, maybe that was before since he got good, but there was a couple of games right at the end of the season a, a, a few years ago and they're making Temp- their no, run. Temple had a rule. Okay. Yeah. 
Temple had rule, I think, that year, right? Yeah, yeah, they they went through a little bit of a gauntlet that year. Not impossible, you know. Like that's no, what we're it, saying, though. It was not a fucking like we're, they're not they didn't face LSU schedule this year, but there's a chance. I mean, they beat Auburn, who beat Alabama, who was in the national championship, who beat Georgia, who was in the national championship. No, no, but the the real thing is that the point is is that like if Clemson goes through this gauntlet, it's got the UNLV ninety. They played a bunch of nobodies. They got to the playoffs. They won. Right. Yeah. They have a really talented team. That's going to have a lot of pros on it. Yeah. Right. But they get, they got a little bit of a pass and it looks like from the way we're heading with the ACC, they might be getting a pass next year. Every single year. Yeah. I mean, Florida, Mike Norvell has got his work cut out for him and I'm not exactly the, 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 the person thinking this is the, the hottest hire. Yeah. Like and the, the coastal the has had seven champions in seven years. So don't expect there to be any consistent powerhouse there. Um, what other game? I, I, that, let me just recap a couple things that I, before we before we get out of here. I wanted to say, um, were you shocked with uh, obviously Kentucky Virginia Tech? Your thoughts? Um, uh, Kentucky played well. There was a pretty even. I thought Virginia Tech was the better team. You know, there were uh, uh, several breaks that went. This has been a horribly refereed. Yeah. Bowl season. I'm not, I'm not singling out this game. Mm-hmm. Either this game was, but it wasn't as egregious as the Ohio state Clemson thing in terms of the calls, not going text way, but it was close all around though. I feel like, and what, the, for some reason, their lack of review in the bowl games. Yeah. That, I that's thought they're the supposed that, to review every play. Well, why review plays so early in the fucking game for, you know, 10 minutes at a time. And then uh, on the last drive of the game, when it counts most, I mean, that's, that's the kind of thing. Look, if you don't want to have conspiracy theorists out there, just use a little common sense as to, Hey, why, why might these people be upset? Oh, it's fourth and eight. This is essentially you're in your own territory. If you don't complete this pass, the game's over. Virginia tech has the ball up six with three minutes left on your 40. The game's fucking over. Right. But you throw a fourth down. What? looks like an incompletion at first glance, it gets ruled a catch and then you don't fucking review it. And then people go, Hey, why not? This is the well, time when they review every, instant replays the made for. season. I feel like they've done a great job reviewing every important play. Yeah. It, 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 it brings the out your conspiracy theorist, you know, and I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, but yeah, I become one. Um, what are the takes? How about Cal beating Illinois? I, I want to make this point. Cal's a uh, seven and zero with the, their starting quarterback. I do believe, and I tweeted this. I think Cal would have won the Pac-12 North had they had Gar- Garbers healthy and had or had their backup. <laughs> Ross Bauer is not transferred to uh, NIU. Yeah, which is a whole other storyline that that seems to be the uh, the new thing happening. The new thing yeah. that if you're a college quarterback, you imagine know. if he would have stayed there, he would have had a chance to to do this. Especially since all these guys go to like top end schools. Hold on. You said if he had still been at Cal, yeah, he would have had, had the a chance, chance and to be a hero and, and take them. They to were, the four, they were five and zero and had one big games across the country. Yeah, beating, they have a South defense, teams. a good yeah. running game. You give them a decent quarterback. Cal, you're right. Could have had. I a, mean, they single handedly lost that Oregon game because Monster couldn't throw a pass. Yeah, Monster struggled. And it was like a fourteen. They were up like seventy percent of that game. Yeah. Third quarter, late third quarter, they're still winning by like a field goal. So you think, if I'm not mistaken, if I recall correctly, pre-episode, you said Justin Wilcox's California Bears will be your Pac-12 North champions next year? Yeah, t- bet, bet it. 
Boom. It, you only, here's the one. Here's the one I watch out for, though. Yeah. Wazoo. You gotta always, always beware of the pirate. Especially no more Peterson. Oh yeah. No more boogeyman for uh, old Mike. Dude, this game was ten to seven going into the fourth. Oh my gosh. That's what I'm saying. You let them have the a quarterback and complete a pass. They're seven and zero with him. Seven and zero. The Golden Bears getting it done. Uh, what do you feel about the? How about Louisville? That was like my one of my one of my locks beating Mississippi State. Mississippi State shouldn't have been in a bowl, just like Boston College shouldn't. Yeah. Or no, someone made the argument that Boston College played uh, eleven Power Fives because they played Kansas and Rutgers and Notre Dame. And I said, you know what? You're right. They did play eleven Power Fives. So I guess I can't shit on them too much, but Rutgers and Kansas, they scheduled that a couple of years ago when yeah. they were both. They're not trash. really challenging themselves too hard. Now Kansas happened to have a better year, but they also lost to Kansas by three to touchdowns in chestnut Hill. Yeah. So um, any other games you want to take away from this? I don't know. I don't think so. These are all shit. I'm going to, I'm going to make us sound uh, stupid because I'm going to admit a little bit of interest in some of the remaining games. One in particular, Boston College, Cincinnati. Uh, you, you find that interesting? Oh, no, I don't find the I game. Don't find inter- that game interesting I, at all. I don't find the game interesting. I find the result interesting um, because should Cincinnati have another great year? Given that uh, they're finally doing what I've been saying for years now, Colby, that Cincinnati is establishing themselves. They're going to start getting some of the Ohio talent that would have otherwise been, you know, Ohio state, they go out and they get whoever the fuck they went from all over the country. They might get a couple Ohio guys, two or three. The rest are getting a five-star from New Jersey, a five-star from California, a five-star from Florida, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. They don't necessarily need to get the Ohio talent. The teams that get the Ohio talent are the Michigan States, the Indiana's, the Kentucky's. And apparently the LSU's the three stars, the four stars Burrow and Joe Burrow. Yeah. Right. While Cincinnati is getting third on the uh, totem pole, Cincinnati just got two four stars. I want to say a top fifty or fifty-two or fifty-three recruiting class. Once again, the top class in the American Football Conference for uh, I want to say the third year in a yeah. row under Fickle, who is the perfect guy to lead that program. Um, they they got Mister Ohio, a quarterback out of uh, Ohio, a few uh, hour or two. Uh, west east of Cincinnati. So they're starting to fucking take the guys that would have normally gone to a Michigan state or wherever a fucking Pittsburgh, a Penn state even. Yeah. And they're keeping it in. And if you do that for long enough and you have a coach that knows how to coach, which Luke fickle apparently does, you can build your own little Boise state. Yeah. And Cincinnati is going to become a fucking program if they can win games like this and just keep racking up 10, 11 win seasons. So I'm interested to see if they do it. And I think that the results on an annual basis and eventually, you know what that's going to result in? What's that? It's going to result in a power five invite. I hope you're right. I really do. Um, but I want to tell you guys that the college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by prop swap. Prop swap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets all season long. Prop swap customers have been finding some of the best odds in the world because you're buying the bet from another person, not betting against the house. You can always find great deals. You know, this past week an LSU football championship ticket with a collect amount of $12,400 was purchased on prop swap for $6,400. Those were the odds of plus plus one seventy for the buyer better than any sports book in the world. Sign up for prop today and they will give you a 
free 100% match on your first deposit. Just enter the promo code SGP. That's SGP at the time of deposit and PropSwap will match it up to $100. Go to PropSwap.com today. Void where prohibited. Um, That's like wife swap. That's like a yeah. genre of porn. That you believe all... in wife swap? I would. I think maybe one day I could get into that. Yeah. All right. You know, you get you get sick of beating it up for twenty years. Yeah. Have a little fun. Spice it up. Go to Thailand. How? Or do you? Or you could just go to Thailand for a weekend. Yeah, I think that's uh, <laughs> a lot of people's uh, <laughs> method of solving that particular problem. Uh, I'm a, look. I'm gonna be a faithful man. Yeah. I'm not a cheater. Fucking whores that are cheaters. And dudes, douchebags that are cheaters, you know what? Look in the mirror, figure it all out, right? Love yourself a little bit, rub one out, and go love your lady, right? Yeah. Love your man, what have you. Speaking of gals. Yeah. Our gals, San Diego State and Rocky Long, end of the season 10 and 3. Fucking nice work. Can we talk about the Aztecs for a second? I get another city, big city team that's uh, not in a Power 5 conference, but making noise. The trend of the 2020s, I believe. 10 and 3 in football. And right now, they're one of only two undefeated college basketball teams in the nation. Our fucking gals. Now, I'll say this Utah State, we're switching over to college basketball for a second here. Utah State uh, team won the Mountain West last year. They're good. They made the tournament. Um, they laid an egg. Now, Utah State's proven this year they, they beat Florida. Yeah. They they laid an egg tonight against UNLV, big time. Saturday they they go back to Logan. See another thing is these these Mormons kids that were that were soaking probably all over Las Vegas. <laughs> they were in Vegas for New Year's yesterday. Yeah, they weren't ready to play today. Yeah, got a little. They must have been jerking off a lot. Right. What's that uh, thing that the uh, Amish go on where they like get away and. You know, they party it up for like a few months and then they come back and live the Amish life for the rest of the, oh, like, like uh, ish and Kingpin, right? Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's what these Mormon kids were doing in Vegas. Probably, probably. I agree. But check us out. They come back to Logan this Saturday. I don't know the line. San Diego state plays in Logan. They lost last year in a heck of a good game. Yeah. There. I say, I give you away a little lock special. Take the Aggies money line. They big man. San mad. Diego State's due for a loss. Yeah. Although San Diego State did beat Fresno tonight, but um, Patty C, do you care to talk about South Carolina and Frank Martin losing to Stetson? Stetson. Yeah. And then also South Carolina beating Virginia, which I do believe I caught on the so podcast through the transitive properties that we learned in sixth grade math. Um, that means Stetson's better than Virginia. Is that well, correct? I can tell you that Virginia barely got past Navy. Are you worrying about, you know, conference play starts. I'm, I'm worried. They, they play, they play the hokey Saturday. I, I'm not sure we're going to get to 20 wins. I'm not sure we're a fucking tournament team. That's right what now. I'm saying. I, they need to find some offense fast. Yeah. Fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do they beat the hokey Saturday? No, they don't. I don't think it's they do either. In uh John Paul Jones arena, um, which is it is becoming, I believe that's a little bit of a tough place to play. And, but if there's any team that's kind of immune to the UVA hype, it's tech, you know, they play them well. They often beat them, you yeah. know? And, uh, we thought that might not be the case without buzz Williams, but tech has Mike performed. young. Nice hire. Yeah. He's doing a good job and the Hokies are fucking explosive. And 
certainly can score at a better clip than UVA can. UVA still can lean on that defense and has to the tune of a 10 and two uh, start to their season, but they haven't played a ton of good competition and they have been fucking smoked. They struggled against Maine. Who's not a very good team smoked by Purdue and uh, kind of slapped by South Carolina too. So I'm curious though. I mean, very look, worried, we got some big worried. games by the time this episode drops, we have a huge game um, tomorrow or essentially tonight when you're listening to this. Uh, Oregon at Colorado. Colorado's a strange team this year. They have a they, they have one of the most experienced teams in the nation coming back from last year. I think they returned all five starters. Yeah, McKinley Wright, NFL or NFL NBA prospect. They <coughs> welcome Oregon, who's top ten, number five, right? Yeah, but, but to give you an idea, Colorado beat Dayton at Dayton. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it was in Chicago, but um. Uh, you know, or- number four in the AP Oregon, you know, Oregon's never won in Boulder since Colorado joined the PAC 12. Wow. They play every year. Wow. Makes it a huge How game. How long has Colorado been in the PAC 12 now? Since, uh, like 2011, maybe, man, Oregon, you better figure it out, that's especially guess, for a program 12, that's been pretty good. Uh, that's a huge game Thursday. I'm looking forward to, um, you got Minnesota, Purdue, Minnesota, obviously upset. Uh, was it Ohio state earlier in the year? They go at Purdue. We got, it's finally here. Like we've talked a lot. Yeah. Conference play is fucking here. It's here. Illinois, Michigan state. Colby anticipates a level of carnage not seen since the 2006 college football season. Yes. In which we had- I'm telling you, unless we have some, some crazy improvement with the top teams, yeah. Like even Louisville that I thought would kind of be like, they lost at Kentucky and Kentucky's already lost to Evansville this year. Yeah. And Utah. And since then, uh, Walter McCarty's yeah. had his share of trouble. Yeah, I don't know what, uh, he might've made. I haven't really followed that story enough, but, um, this weekend, some huge games, uh, conference play starts. I mean, big 12 got a lot of big games coming up. Big 10, I'm, I I can't wait, man. I'm telling you, this year is going to be it's absolutely be crazy. Uh, you figure Duke doesn't have the high end talent to just uh, coast through the ACC, dude. Although the ACC doesn't look particularly it's great down. this year, it's yeah. down. But check, uh, this is what makes it compelling. Yeah, is to me, I don't think the 25th team to the first team is a gap at a all. Huge difference. I think it's a small, small gap. You think Gonzaga isn't? Considerably better than most of the teams out there at this point. Do you have the top twenty-five right there? Yeah. Who's the twenty-fifth team? Twenty-fifth team in the nation is Arizona. I don't think there's a much. We I, they played earlier this year. I watched this game. Yeah. This was not. I mean, Arizona came back late, but yeah. it it was still close enough. Yeah, they're reasonable. They're 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 in the same ballpark. I don't. That's what I'm saying. And that I, Arizona is also incredibly young. You could let a couple more months happen. I don't, that could be a loss if you played in the tournament. Sure. Yeah. There, there, there has been a ton of carnage already. Um, only Auburn and who else? Uh, San Diego state, our gals yeah. are the now, last. Dude, it's going to be a crazy, I'm telling you, uh, me and NC Nick were talking about this. And it's like, I, I can't recall a time where it's been this wild, like this open, like I'm yeah. talking like you're, t- I, I really believe like the 40th team in the nation could win the national championship. Yeah. Well, outside of you, you have, I know you said that um, uh, St. Mary's 
And uh, BYU's playing BYU. a lot bigger ball. BYU went out and got Utah Valley. I think Gonzaga two. has to play on the road against both of them, correct? Yeah, they they, they both they play back, uh, back yeah, and forth, yeah. right? Um, best that's the best part about college basketball. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and there's one other team you said you thought might be able to put an L on uh, Gonzaga. Uh, Santa Clara might be Santa able Clara to... got Herb Sendek, former NC State head coach. Uh, when the, probably the best NC State years since uh, shit, probably since Jimmy Valvano. Yeah. Um, he's got them off to a hot start. Let me see if I can pull up their record at the moment. I know they have a, uh, they've, they've been playing some good ball. They, they have a good team, man. I, I watched them a couple Santa times. Clara. I, I remember Santa Clara back in like the early nineties. They had some seven footer with uh long beach blonde hair. I fell in love with them back then. Dude. I mean, just like a surfer dude playing basketball. Where, where am I at here? Where am I at here? Where am I at here? Yeah, you gotta love that. Oh, I mean, Todd Moranovich action. Yeah. If if Gonzaga loses a couple games, they're they're gonna drop from that top spot pretty hard. Um, S- Santa Clara is thirteen and two. Gonzaga's fourteen and one. Now Santa Clara hasn't played. I mean, they they did lose December fourth at Nevada, but Nevada's not a horrible team. Yeah. Um. They also their two losses are at Stanford and at Nevada. Those are very respectable. Stanford's having a good year this year. Yeah. Um, but recently, let me just tell you that they they've won, they won a game by what? Uh, most recently, they won by thirty five. <laughs> the game before that, they won by thirty nine. Santa Clara. Yeah. Whipping ass. Then they had a couple. They had a close call. They had a close call. Damn. They only won by two against a small school. They've been playing good though, considering their schedule. I'm not going to say they're on the BYU. Uh, uh, St. Mary's level, but yeah. I will say San Francisco, San Francisco, another one that to watch out for. Yeah. Could give the Zags some trouble. Uh, but besides those though, besides Gonzaga, who has a, you know, a, an easier, slightly easier yeah. run through yeah. the regular season. Uh, I, I agree with you. I, I anticipate complete and utter carnage. Um, yeah, it's going to be the dude. Could you look, you go through Auburn's the best team in the sec right now. I, I don't know that that's going to last. Yeah. San Diego state appears to be the best team in the mountain West. I don't know if that's going to last Utah state is a good team. Um, and then, like I said, you dive into like the Ohio state has dude, a the, little the big 10 is loaded. Michigan, Penn state's coming up, Maryland, Michigan state still. I mean, they still have Cassius Winston. They still have Tom Izzo. Yeah. Iowa looking decent. Uh, yeah. I expect carnage there. Oregon. Has to deal with the likes of Arizona and Colorado and Colorado. That's right. Which has been difficult for them. We'll see. We shall see, but it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Washington's not bad either. Watch out for the Huskies. Um, anyway, guys, we love you here at the college experience. It's 2020. If you have any questions you want to hit us with answer, we'll answer them on Sunday. Any college basketball questions, a lot of big games. We got VCU, George Mason, Boom. George Mason better redeem itself. Getting their ass kicked by TCU the other night. Mm-mm-mm. They're 11 and one. Now they're 11 and two longing for the Laranega days. Still, they better start thinking about theirs. Um, how does he, anything else you want to say here? Same as every week. Fuck you. Bison. The Dukes were coming. What do we got? Uh, nine days and counting. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait with this Saturday. Look, just tune in, just dive out. Dive yep. out there into the college basketball world. Dive into these games. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Get ready. Cheers. Cheers. To a new fucking 2020. Year, a new decade. 
Yeah. And lots of fucking beer and college experience. Exactly, man. I'm going to go back. I'm going to call this broad over. I'm going to get naked. I'm going to watch fucking uh, Howard the Duck. I think I'm going right? to leave before any of that happens. So. <laughs> well, yeah, that's implied. <laughs> um, guys, this is the college experience. If you can leave us a good iTunes review, we'd really appreciate it. Really, really, really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, you can find us at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We are the college experience. On Twitter, the Sports Gaming Podcast Network, you can find at the SGP Network. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. We release college basketball picks and football daily on sportsgamingpodcast.com. Or if you follow my Twitter feed, we will be on them daily, handicapping every college D1 college basketball game and D1 college football game and even the FCS playoffs. Boom! We cover it all at the college experience. Tell a friend. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.